It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by content editor with Evoke, Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello, how are you? I am great, how are you? I'm good, even though today is kind of a sulky day. I'm good. It, it is pretty miserable. I had snow yesterday and oh, I was so yes. excited. And then I woke up this morning to wet and windy, so not... Not great. <laughs> it's not the same, really, as some nice fluffy snow at all, is it? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but it is the weather to be watching really great programmes. So let's start off with Space Force. Space Force is a show that I was so excited for the first season. It was, like, hyped up to be The Office because, obviously, Steve Carell is back. It, some of the people who worked on The Office worked on this. So I was like, oh, my God, so excited because The Office is one of my favourite shows. It is not The Office. I, I'm going to just start there. It's not The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I, I feel like, like, I really enjoyed it. I rewatched the first season uh, recently before the second season came out just to, you know, get into it, remember what had happened because mm-hmm. it's been it's been a while. And I enjoyed it much more the second time because I didn't have that ex- expectation of, oh my God, it's going to be The Office in in space basically um, and I really enjoyed it a lot more when they kind of took that that pressure off themselves or well I took that pressure off them I suppose I don't think you should like I mean maybe other people don't like The Office as much as me but I was like really really excited so um, I think they may have gone wrong in promoting it so so heavily as like it's The Office we're The Office mm-hmm. guys again so the second season has dropped and I just I think they've really found their footing in the second season. The first season ended on a cliffhanger and I didn't personally think they were going to get a second season. I was like, oh, I think that was a dodgy, <laughs> dodgy move. Um, and then it was announced that it was coming back for a second season. So I was like, phew. And we do get kind of that resolution very quickly in the first uh, couple of episodes. And the first season really focused obviously on Steve Carell and his journey to become head of Space Force. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of joking about Donald Trump and, and all that and of now we've kind of moved a bit, a bit forward and there's still those jokes uh, throughout but mm-hmm. we've moved the focus away from Steve Carell a bit and more onto the entire cast and the cast is intense so as well as Steve Carell there's John Malkovich and Lisa Kudrow like they're just a few bench forces in it as well it's like a really really stacked cast and I feel like they hired all these people who are like really, really funny and incredible actors and then didn't really utilize them. Mm. Um, This season, it's really become more of an ensemble piece and I think it works 
so much better this season. And maybe it's because we know what we're getting into. We know these characters. But I really liked the second season much more than the first season. So if you've nothing to do or if you're missing some telly, definitely get on Space Force. I would recommend it. I wasn't sure if I would have recommended the first season, mm-hmm. um, but second season really saves the game. Maybe they realised once, you know, the first season was over that, hang on, we're missing something here. Like, we have these incredible people. Why aren't we using them? Maybe they kind of had that thought and were like, right, let's give it one more, one more shot. I really, really hope so because, I mean, I think what made The Office and shows like The Office great is because it's this whole cast of characters and obviously Steve Carell is the main character and he's hilarious and brilliant. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there were other incredible stories going on behind the scenes. And also, I think it's a bit jarring because I remember watching Space Force season one right after I had watched the morning show, which Steve Crowd plays a very, very different character in it. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, yes, he's, he's, he's a comedian, he's a comedian, he's, he's not an awful human being. Um, so it was a bit jarring. And it's, I also think it's just bizarre anytime Steve Crowd, who is really gr- good in dramatic roles, plays a serious role, I'm like, oh, Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> I think that's what anyone you kind of assume is going to do with a certain genre and then they don't. It is a, always a bit of a shock, I think. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it was really, really shocking. He is very good in the morning show, um, but I, I think I prefer him in comedy. Mm, it's funny, isn't it? But let's move on to Vikings Valhalla. Valhalla? Valhalla, yeah. Valhalla. Um, Sorry, I wasn't sure Vikings? I was saying that right. <laughs> Vikings was an original series that was on, I think, the History Channel. I feel like Archie aired it here at, like, midnight. You know, mm-hmm. you know that they get really good shows and then they show them. Like, I remember they had Homeland and they used to show it at, like, 12 o'clock and, on a Wednesday uh, for some reason. I don't understand that. They do it with the Handmaid's Tale, or the Handmaid's Tale as well, and I don't understand why it's so late at night. Um, so I think Vikings may have kind of slipped under the radar a bit. It was filmed in Ireland, so I think there was a bit of hype around that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Netflix has acquired the rights, I guess, to it and have made a spin-off, um, Vikings Valhalla, which drops this coming week. And I love a bit of history. I, you know, was that child in school that was like really, really into history uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> history class I was like yes we're finally we're finally doing it I was the only person like going into the leaving therapy like I know I got this I got history everything else not a bubbly but history so I'm really excited for this to come back um, in its new format it takes place a hundred years after the original story and it's kind of loosely based on the stories and the mythology and actual history um, of Leif Erikson, who was kind of, I, I feel like one of the most famous Vikings. He just he allegedly sailed out and discovered America mm-hmm. before Christopher Columbus. I think it's going to be really exciting. I did like the first Vikings. I kind of fell out watching it because, as I said, it was on like a random time on RTE. Um, this, I'm very happy it's coming to Netflix so I can actually sit down and just binge it. Thank you, Netflix, for making mm-hmm. my life so much more easy. <laughs> um, this is also, it's also been filmed in Wicklow and around Ireland. So I, I mean, I just love that. I love being like, oh, I've been there. I know there. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's great. In, in my opinion, it's great crack. Um, but I suppose it does kind of take away sometimes 
like when I was watching Star Wars and they just arrived in Kerry and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not in some far off land. We're, we're like five minutes down the road. I have okay, a feeling that's going like, to happen when Disjanted comes out as well. We're all going, that's a week low. That's, and it's scary. <laughs> that's, but I, I th- as you say, I think there is an element to it that's kind of nice where you're like, I recognise that field. <laughs> Yeah, I think it like works, I suppose, maybe it works better in like Vikings or in Game of Thrones, um, even like the Wink Sagas films mm. in, in Ireland. And it's, I suppose, like you're, they're not, I mean, Game of Thrones is fantasy, but it's also kind of, you know, medieval, mm-hmm. long, long time ago. You don't really think about it that way, but when you're supposed to be out in space, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I know where that is. <laughs> Ah, oh, sure. Look, we'll we'll take all elements of it. It's nice that actually more shows are being filmed here. That is good for us. It's. I mean, it's incredible. I remember speaking to someone um, who said that they couldn't actually book a studio space in Ireland anymore because it's just become like a hub for like Hollywood to film here. Amazing. If any, if Matt Damon does want to get stuck in Ireland again. Very happy to have you. We'd, mm-hmm. We would love it. <laughs> we would definitely love it, for sure. We welcome all the Hollywood stars. Come and join us on our beaches. Yeah, with your bag of cans. <laughs> we would have you. <laughs> You're very welcomed. And also we move on to Wolf Like Me. Wolf Like Me is something that I, I don't know if I'm excited about, but I feel like I need to share this with the entire world because it sounds absolutely insane i was i've been i watched the trailer so many times i've read the synopsis and i genuinely am so confused as to how they got josh gad and isla fisher to make a a tv show together that's apparently a comedy fantasy drama thing Uh, i don't i i mean it's a mixture it's a hybrid it really really is (laughs) and then at one point there was like there was a synopsis that said you know they bond over music and I was like oh my god is it a musical as well what is going on (laughs) now uh, it follows um, Josh Gad's character who is Olaf in Frozen I know he's been in stuff before this and he (laughs) was a a well established actor but he will always just be Olaf from Frozen Mm -hmm. so I'm like oh okay he's going to play a serious role I guess again not really sure how this is going to go he he plays a widower um, in Australia Mm -hmm. very odd all of this is not adding up in my head, but I'm I'm ready to to watch it. And um, so he has a young, <laughs> yeah, he has a he has a young daughter, and um, so he's kind of struggling with the loss of his wife, and then trying to also um, go back out and date. And he wants to find not only a wife and a, and a partner for himself, but he wants to find someone who can take care of his daughter, mm-hmm. uh, which is very obviously a massive struggle. He then runs into Isla Fisher's character, Emma, who hits them um, with a car. They go out, like, just immediately have this incredible chemistry, become really good friends. But she has a secret, and I'm convinced she's a werewolf. Now, I may be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I've been wrong before. Well, like, you know, they say don't judge a book by its title. I don't know if it's the same with uh, with episodes as well. I think I think she's a werewolf. She's probably not. It's probably not even fancy. It's probably and then I'm like, is she real? Maybe she's a ghost. I'm getting mm. too too into it from like a ninety second trailer. Um, but it's produced by the same people who did Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. So I feel like I really enjoyed the first season of Big Little Lies. I didn't enjoy Nine Perfect Strangers, and I didn't enjoy the second season of Big Little Lies. But I am intrigued because I really think they make a re- the way they make Great it team. and how mm. it looks is really beautiful. So very into that, very intrigued. I'm just, it's just one of those shows that I'm like, I feel like 
the same with the Kanye documentary of, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm excited to watch this, if I'll enjoy it, but I will sit down and binge all all the episodes and then come win none the wiser. <laughs> I, I actually started uh, Kanye's trilogy. I like calling it a trilogy. I think it needs that name. Um, I started it last night and... Um, I actually really enjoyed it. He hasn't changed one bit, but it is quite yeah. heavy. Like you do kind of need to space it out. So the way they're releasing it is the correct way because I don't think you could binge watch it. No, it's definitely not a binge, binging show. And I did think it was going to be, because there's obviously three of them. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be maybe like an hour, 50 minute chunks, but it's they're like 90 minute mm-hmm. films, each one of them. They or well, at least the first one was. So it's definitely not something that you will sit down and binge like, I couldn't even binge the the first episode. I had to walk away and come back. Like, I, it took me, like, three days to watch it, which yeah. is, it was it was a lot to kind of take in and see. But very interesting. Very and I will be watching the rest of them. Yeah, very interesting. And as you say, it is. There is a lot. And I think you'd almost need to sit, almost sit down and watch it a second time. Because I think there's a lot I'm missing out on. Yeah, it's not I don't want to say that... too much for anyone who hasn't started it. So we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks when everyone has had a chance to watch it. But yeah, it's very interesting. And it's interesting to see he hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not a show that you watch with your phone, which is something that I... Yes. I'm an awful person to... to I, wa- I have to watch everything twice because I, I watch it on my phone and then I'm like, oh, wait, what? What's going on? So mm. I definitely have put my phone away for the for the Kanye documentary and I've started putting my phone away for Euphoria. I'm very proud of myself for that because there's a lot in that that you miss. You need a slightly bigger screen for these things. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, Deadly. So we've Space Force Season 2, Vikings, Valhalla and Wolf Like Me for this week. So... We will chat to you again next week. How can people keep up to date what you're up to? I'll be on Evoke giving you all the showbiz updates, all the entertainment updates, and I'll be on Instagram and Twitter. Well, less so on Twitter because, you know, my mental health comes first. Mm-hmm. Um, on Brahman underscore O'Neill 7. And I'll be keeping up with Kanye, obviously, on, on Instagram <laughs> because what's happening there? Thanks so much, Brahman. Thanks for having me. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.